Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. And I'm Tom Scholey. We're going to be celebrating the 30th anniversary of Image Comics with an incredibly weird uh, biographical comic about Image. But first, I want to invite you guys to like, subscribe, and follow the Cartoonist Kayfabe YouTube channel. And if you hit that bell notification icon, uh, that mitigates the Kayfabe effect. Uh, what that is, is uh, whenever we talk about certain comics, people run to Amazon, people run to eBay. They scoop up uh, these out-of-print books for the cheapest prices, and before you know it, you, you can't get your hands on the comics. So it helps mitigate the kayfabe effect, gives you first dibs to get your hands on the comics that we're talking about in any given video. And if you watch the videos uh, completely to the end, that gooses the algorithm, pushes the uh, video content out to uh, YouTube watchers who uh, are comic fans, but might not necessarily have seen cartoonist kayfabe videos before uh, as... Um, as crazy as that might sound, uh, but this is a good one for the uh, kayfabe effect. Yes, <laughs> because uh, not I don't know how plentiful these things are, but I, I do imagine some people are interested in them. And first thing I was noticing is look how faded and crappy my version is. But also you see like the bleeding from the, um, you know, like like where the cover art ends. And if you look really close, there's a fine you can see the pencil line. Right, like it's it's shot way closer <laughs> than I think it was supposed to be shot. Right, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Revolutionary comics, of course, do the rock and roll, the unauthorized rock and roll biographies. As and, you see right there. Yes. And, uh, you know, you can see kind of their list of uh, back issues and what they're doing. Sports stars. This biography nonfiction thing seems to be uh, something they hit with, maybe with the rock and roll stuff, and then expand out to what else can we do? Let's do baseball people. Let's do, you know, contemporary biographies. David Lynch has one. Spike Lee. Stan Lee, the first uh, number one in this series of contemporary biographies yeah i think they got sued by somebody maybe it was metallica um early on and it became an issue of of uh journalism they ultimately won they kept doing their thing when uh we get to like the ice tea cop killer era type stuff and he knew he heard that th this was going to be a thing he was like yo let let me write it you know let, let me write that one man uh there is a documentary about uh, revolutionary comics and rock and roll comics uh the publisher of this this brand uh met an untimely demise uh gay dude in san francisco and the s suspicion is that that guy andrew kunanen who killed was it versace that doesn't I'm feel not right sure. there's a um i think there's a docudrama about that now that's that's popular um so this kunan and guy what they, what they were speculating in a documentary was that like he would go around to like these super wealthy bougie guys because like this dude from revolutionary he did well for himself and he would 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 off these dudes that was like his some serial killer twist to his brain I was in a comic shop not too long ago and the guy would assemble like sets of books and was assembling the complete set of the rock and roll comics. I forget what he what he said it was worth as a complete set, but he had almost like the full run of it, you know, uh, 60 issues worth. Ken Langriff in several of those comics. Yeah, yeah. Stuart Immonen does the Public Enemy, uh, two live crew issue. I think he does the Public Enemy story. I think it's a different dude. Yeah, it's an interesting... It's, it's one of those weird footnotes, you know, you get into black and white explosion comics of the late 80s and, and into the 90s, and you see these, you it, know, same deal. You might not see all of them, but I'm sure I pulled this out of a dollar bin. So crazy, too, that, that it is a footnote in, the, in this, because, I mean, this is a, a hundred comics. Right. You know, like, they, they put out some stuff. Uh, so let's get into our contemporary biographics. It's probably important to know the date uh, that this thing 
came out, which is uh, 1992. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comic books that Ed Piscor and I make. Available now in your local comic shops or online wherever you buy comics and books is Red Room, Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit. Season 1, the Antisocial Network, available as a collected trade paperback. Season 2, Trigger Warnings. Issue 1 is now out. Issue 2, coming soon, if not already out, whenever you see this video. Banned in 26 countries, banned in 7 comic shops, but they can still order them for you, so be sure and ask for it by name. And the rest of Ed's bibliography available still in print, WYSIWYG Portrait of a Serial Hacker, X-Men Grand Design, three oversized treasury volumes of that, and Hip Hop Family Tree, four oversized treasury volumes of that as well as, well as two box sets. And coming to comic shops in March and April, Hulk Grand Design, a reimagining of the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk, over 500 comic books, over 10,000 pages condensed into two oversized issues telling the complete story of the Incredible Hulk, and available in several beautiful eye-catching covers, Marcos Martin, Peach Momoko, and cartoonist Kayfabe's own Ed Piscor. And coming in April, Hulk Grand Design Madness, covers by me, Ed McGinnis, and Jeff Darrow. Also available in comic shops and book sellers, Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive from Image Comics, A Homeless Ninja on a Skateboard, and The Plain Janes with writer Cecil Castellucci, possibly the first uh, young adult graphic novel here in America. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. So we got Freddie Mercury is the narrator. <laughs> uh, Ger Gerardo Riviera, with, complete with the Band-Aid on the nose, man. So you know the exact era mm -hmm. and the exact reference, man. Like that was a, that was a talk of television at that time, dude. Whenever uh, Geraldo caught a, caught a chair to the face live on TV. That, that wasn't from when he boxed Frank Stallone no. on the Stern Show. No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. And so that's the that's the bookend sequence of this shit, man, is uh, we have our guys, and it's the era of of talk show television, man. Jenny Jones, Sa Sally Jesse, Raphael, of which uh, Hartie Fisher would pop up on these shows and stuff. Uh, Who would also do an image style uh, parody. There's a lot. Shortly after this there's one, Eclipse Image. There's Eclipse Comics ones. Every single one of them has a little piece of invective and venom towards the image founding fathers and i would say this one has the least there's a couple passive aggressive captions here and there uh but then, i like this artist i i will say that right off the bat joe is, paradise um, because these kinds of comics you never know what you're going to get in, yeah. in one of these black and white you know exploitative comics of the era i think this stuff's pretty good as these go it's up there with uh mcqueenie and and rich head and roach yeah. mill kind of kind of kind of aesthetic and uh there will be the ones like the Eclipse Comics ones, like, I mean, we could have did a whole video just on these. The Eclipse Comics ones were were um, really trying to, like, make fun of those guys, talk about how bad they do art. And, like, the final page, it shows, like, a, a artist surrounded by a bunch of babies. And the babies do look like, you know, the tag team partners of Billy Jim and, and, and King Kong Bundy from WrestleMania 3. But the guy's making fun of their art, and it's like, dude, throwing those snow stones, you know? You know, the other thing to point out is, like, that date isn't just 92, it's, like, June 92. Like, yeah. this would have been ready for, for San Diego Comic-Con within a couple of months of Youngblood number 1 being released. Here's the deal, I mean... That's how you be a successful publisher. It's er it's early enough that Will Spartaccio is is still part part of the, the crew. Right. Um, Todd McFarlane, known as a, as a baseball guy, uh, the fly-button commercial, Eric Larson famously name-withheld. 
Look, why they gotta do? Why they gotta do Jim Valentino? You know what? He he shouldn't have shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, and Mark Silvestri gets the least of any personality in here. Wolverine's best pal, Mark Silvestri. (laughs) I feel like that's a guy who really changed his like persona in the course of Image Comics. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like he was, and it kind of makes sense because he's doing X Men where it was like bi weekly and he's not missing an issue. Of course, that guy had no time to uh, do any self promotion. 15 issues of X Men a year. Right. Got your sycophantic fans. Uh, there's probably not so much imagery from, from, from the, uh, the X Men, I mean, from the Image Comics. So you got all this like cast and shadow stuff. Yeah, casting shadows that turn into money as they uh, transition into the next. Yeah. We got we got our Stan and Jack stuff here talking about the birth of of Image Comics and uh, I think Stan gets a lot of credit. I like those kids. I feel like they're pretty fun. A little bit of personalities in them. Almost reminds me of um, got picking his nose. That Rich Kozlowski, th- three geeks kind of spirit. Stan Stan Lee has quoted in uh, the Biographics comic. Who needs Jack? We're still the champs in the industry. The house that Jack X'd out the built used to work in. Yeah, jeez. While Jack is dipping, going to DC so that he has more control over his characters. Young, like, Jim Lee hanging out with his homies while they're arguing about about the content of, the character content of comic books. He's in the background hanging out with them drawing and then uh, getting better and better. And his friends are like, one day I'm going to be at Marvel. This is amazing to me because it's the Marvel bullpen, which we all know is just not what we think of. Yeah. You know, like there's not really a bullpen of all the artists. Jack Kirby's not sitting in the bullpen drawing those comics, just like McFarlane and Liefeld aren't in there. But that's still kind of the mythology of Marvel. Yeah. We we have the, uh, and I'm sure that these are certain people, you know, so this is like the first level of... Uh, kind of passive-aggressive invective where, uh, you know, it's kids who like this stuff. The sort of people within the industry, those, the more senior comics fans, would uh, say the same stuff. Mas- masturbatory art. And and Neil Adams would always come up uh, as, like, the stuff you should be looking at. Neil Adams, John Byrne, jo- uh, George Perez, and, of course, like stuff like Kirby. These pages make so much sense. The image guy's known for their splash pages. And so now we're doing kind of like the splash page parody of the creators next to the creator or, or, you know, somehow connected to the creation, the, the character they're most known for. Yeah. Yeah. But like the dude just doesn't have the tool set to like, he, he, he doesn't have that reverse engineering. eye, like the Jim rug reverse engineering, like I to, to do this kind of stuff. So it's like, you get what he's cribbing with, with uh, the Rob Liefeld piece, but it, it's not it's not there yeah it's effective but not great right like same deal with the todd mcfarlane bit once again i read a lot of these kind of really crappy 80s black and white books and i give props to these they, they're, they're not <laughs> yeah. rob liefeld and todd mcfarlane but it's a pretty good effort compared to you know you mentioned some of those um some of the knockoff eclipse kind of uh in in, in spoof comics here's there here's, are some bad ones here's one of the best jokes in the comic is uh rob in his studio has a photo uh, from stanley that says rob you're our number one guy face <laughs> yeah. front and uh the same photos in todd's <laughs> studio uh you know with his name replaced yeah that's what um uh jack palance said to jack nicholson before he turned into the joker that's funny <laughs> <laughs> that that Jim Lee one's pretty mean. <laughs> 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 Do 
Just girls, TNA. And also, Ed, your joke continues to Jim, our number one guy. It also foretells the future, man, because that is a, the Joker, a Joker behind the his Nicholson head. The Nicholson Joker. This caricature, Jim Lee, ain't that bad. I recognize that as Jim Lee. Dude, that's a pretty good Todd McFarlane. Not bad. I, I'm telling you, like, quality-wise, this is about as good as you're going to get with something like this. The other one that it made me think of was the Don Simpson image, you know, like the splitting image. Yeah. You get all of these, like, image kind of parodies and stuff together, it's an interesting picture. Right. It's it's hard to do a likeness of somebody who's, like, pretty fresh to, to like, your knowledge anyway. You know, like, it's not like you've been looking at these guys for, like, 10 years and, or something. And you certainly point. ain't looking at them on TV yeah. and in movies a whole lot. What, you get a couple of pictures in, in Wizard Magazine and, and places like that. Uh, keeping up with the Todd character, we know that he's a father. Uh, we know that he's into baseball, so you get... You get two shots of that in there. Yeah, and, you know, we mentioned a bunch of these parody comics, too. This is pretty straightforward. This is really like an expositional history of uh, these characters, these people, uh, you know, in, in their careers. Yeah, yeah, there's not, like, it, it's it's the uh, it's the sort of, like, commonly held legend uh, for, for a lot of this stuff. You know, Rob doing uh, New Mutants, turning it into X-Force. No, no, his name is not Commander X. I created the guy. I should know what his damn name is. So his sort of descent within the X offices. You know, that's Bob Harris on the phone. Yeah, I guess these were like chestnuts even back then. You know? Oh, it's all here. Like, you know, Todd sa they, says the same stuff in every interview uh, where, where they're on a panel discussion. And it's like, you know, we own houses on the neighborhood. Image Comics is uh, seven owners who own houses on in the same neighborhood, but we don't. Nobody owns the neighborhood. This is uh, Marvel having a cow af <laughs> okay. after uh, Rob Liefeld advertises the Executioner's comic in Comic Book Buyer's Guide. <laughs> yeah, they never showed that on The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the and this is the conversation that the you know the legendary conversations that these guys would have while uh, you know Rob is inking or whatever. Do you know this artist from anything else? I don't, man, but but it really has those, like, the best of those kinds of chops. Like I said, like a, like a McQueenie and Rich Head, and, like, that's the first place my mind went, yeah. man, Roach Mill Comics. I have zillions of characters ready to bust loose from my pen. Yeah, and you mentioned, like, all the stuff that's coming out from trade magazines and things, like talking about the Executioners when he ran that ad in the Comics Buyer's Guide Yeah, and uh, Marvel's re reaction to that. It's also funny how much it's uh, Todd, Rob, and the Jim Lee show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, this point. So, yeah, so now we're getting into like Eric Larson a little bit, and boy, that forehead, that hairline <laughs> starts to. Get... <laughs> well, I mean, he's so uh, you know descended from like the Hulk, so it, they make him look like the leader. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that same old bit about like him like following Todd wherever he goes in a way, man. First, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, then Adjectiveless Spider-Man. Now an Image Comics partner. <laughs> and then here we have, like, I think even in our, like, Kirkman, Kirkman uh, shoot interview, they would talk about the cheerleading conversations that, that Todd McFarlane would have. And you can uh, watch any videos, man, on, on YouTube with, with McFarlane, and he gets into his old bits. You know what Steve Jobs' innovation was? You don't hit buttons, you hit glass. And, and and he just says it in this rah-rah way where you could tell that everybody around him is like, yeah, Todd, yeah, keep going, keep going. <laughs> like nobody's checking him. Nobody's checking him. He's never been checked. He's been going on for years with the stuff. 
And it turns out he was going on even at this time. Man, you know what is cool to see this? So here we have Jim Lee saying, like, we got to seize the moment. You know, now's the time. There's a list of uh, who was hot at, at different moments in history. Ditko in 1965, Neil Adams in 71. It's so true now when we take it for granted. Like, Image has basically been around. If you're 20, I mean, what is this? This is the 30th anniversary of Image. So if you're in your 20s making comics, Image has always been a staple. It's it's Marvel Comics or something for us sure. whenever, you know, in the 90s when we're reading that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's been around longer than Marvel, you yeah. know, as we know it, was around when we were kids. And it really, like, these guys were right. You know, like, band together, we're at the height of our popularity, and let's do this as a unit. And it probably doesn't work if only one guy does it. Right. Yeah. There they are riding the Malibu wave. <laughs> Wasn't that the actual like name of the? No, it was Malibu Sun, right? The, yeah, the, Malibu Sun. Okay, their yeah, newsletter. Yeah. Yes. Right. Got the Last Supper here. Yeah, like I don't know my Last Supper so well, but I do know that Judas is in there. And is Jim Lee Judas? Is that what we're looking uh, yeah, at right there? Know. Yeah. There's even a stigmata on his, like, <laughs> Jesus's hand. And in, in a video that I saw uh, with Todd recently, you know, I like to Google these names and see what new vids they have out there. Uh, Todd is on a, uh, it's like a toy podcast or something, talking about that kind of stuff. And they asked him if, you know, he gets last word on like, you know, the things that are produced in, in, in you know, McFarland Toys. And he's like... Todd rhymes with God, he says. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so our Jesus' appearance here is uh, spot on. It is perfect. And he's talking to Todd. Hey, hey blank, blankety blank, you're in my blankety blank seat. Two, two things here. One ages well and one does not. The Malibu stuff, like, you know, the Malibu guys are just to teach them the non-creative aspects of comics publishing. It's pretty insightful in 92 to say it because like they're still being published by Malibu in 92. You yeah. know, who knows what that future mm -hmm. looks like, but they get out of there after a year, of course, and seem to do okay. The other piece is this uh, talking about like, we're all in the same neighborhood, we have houses. And that was such a big part of like how this is a shared universe or something that really, that part hasn't really panned out. You know, like that hasn't been a big piece, but I feel like that was in all those early interviews. Sure. Then we have our uh, uh, Valentino, Silvestri, and Potashio, who's saying that he would actually not abide by anything in How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way. Funny they give him credit for uh, the Punisher being, you know, like what puts him in, into this echelon. And it's like, I feel like he did X Factor was really cool yeah. that I used to buy from him. Valentino the Grizzled Vet. Yeah, kicked out of Marvel. <laughs> He was the grizzled vet. He was probably like 34 or something. <laughs> that was the thing. Like when we were doing our sort of deep dives into Wizard Magazine to, to start off the Kayfabe channel and he would be interviewed, like he had the idea, like he was going to continue doing Guardians of the Galaxy and do his Shadowhawk yeah, book. Sure. And then like the next month it was like, yeah, no more Guardians of the Galaxy any longer. Well, that's like John Byrne thought he was going to do Fantastic Four and Superman at the uh, same time. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I think life out the same deal with X-Force. You know, like he often would talk about having like another year of storyline plan. Yeah, Dennis Miller show, you know, like, like the books are coming out at this point, man. And they, and they are proving successful. Uh, we have the, the comics fan press. I love the comics journal. We didn't read it, but we still hate it. <laughs> that's, that's perfect, right? Gizzard. Comic advertiser's guide. Writing about, when I do like nonfiction stuff, like I'm writing about Jack Kirby, like, you know, 40, 50 years after the fact, I can't wrap my head around writing, uh, you know, nonfiction about something that's like happening right this second. Yeah, you know? just pure crash grab stuff. Uh, I think we dashed past some of the passive aggressive stuff 
where they talked about how maybe it's even this next page i doubt it yeah it was earlier it's it's sort of sticks out like a sore thumb in a lot of ways here it is right here look out marvel look out dc look out world here here we come yeah you bastards asterisks look out all you independent publishers who split a tiny percent of the market <laughs> and look out artists copying the lee life out mcfarland style escalating page rates and fictional publishing schedules couldn't help but notice jay yeah that's like a very specific gripe and there it is uh the end of the uh issue is the image guys leaving uh, malibu comics to, to to go off on on their own goodbye boys have fun storming the castle i hope the wave we're left riding isn't on Shit's creek <laughs> see malibu comics the protectors and uh the fact that they sell off to uh marvel comics within three four years worth noting that that editorial that wraps this story up is about the um comics being blamed for violence in the real world which Again, it feels like anytime we look at any old documents, it's the same conversations for decades. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's what what they're talking about around this stuff, which is like rating systems and the image comics often criticized for their excessive violence at this time period. Yeah, and these conversations only come up with popularity. Like it'll be you know the next year Mortal Kombat comes out and 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 the gun sites completely like leave comics. Comics were sort of at the height of the game like in our lifetimes at this era so of course people are paying attention you get cheap heat you get cheap headlines for that stuff uh if you gain popularity that shit is coming your way there's no question uh so it is the 30th anniversary image comics uh with that in mind maybe throughout this year gotta do a couple more of these things man like we rattled off a couple in the beginning splitting image i think is a must jimmy i agree yes uh you good to go i am all right okay fabers like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. What's out there, Jimmy? Hulk Grand Design Monster Number 1 should be in shops everywhere around the world. Uh, go pick that up before it sells out because you are too late to pre-order it now. Um, you can also follow me on Patreon.com slash JimRug where you can see more of my comics and comics art and how I make comics like Hulk Grand Design. Red Room Trigger Warnings Issue Number 1 is on stands as we speak. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in a Red Room universe. It's going to be coming out on a monthly basis every issue completely self-contained banned in 26 countries banned in seven comic shops but they will order it for you and make money from from the comic if you ask them for it man they'll put it in your subscriber bag uh if you want to read the comics before they hit paper go to my patreon patreon.com slash ed three bucks for the archive there i put up all the pages uh before they see the light of day anywhere else there's more than 200 pages up there as we speak Tom, what do you have? Check out Fantastic Four Grand Design, Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics, which just got an Italian translation. Um, uh, go to my Patreon, go to patreon.com, search Tom Scholey, and check out my YouTube channel, Total Recall Show. We have t-shirts, merchandise, and all kinds of stuff in our spread shop uh, that you can help uh, support the Kayfabe channel in that way if you like. And uh, the marching orders are to read more comics. We're out.